Check, 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 check. Words. Check, 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 check. Hey, everybody. This is Biker Mike, and that is Devin Kickstand Braun. Check. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> and this is Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast. Welcome. Uh, I was fucking around during the intro, uh, making fart noises while the intro music was playing, and now my lips feel all fucked up. <laughs> I know they're all tingly now. <laughs> I'm like, mm, why did I do that? <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of the Blue Collar Philosophers. It is going to be a fun one because I don't want to talk about. Th- well, I kind of do, but do, I don't. But you don't. You want to talk about it because you don't like talking about it. Yeah, it is one of those things. Um, pointless banter first. You were listening to a 2000s playlist yesterday. That, <laughs> holy fuck! I'm like, I know this song. Oh, oh like, I know this song. And, and not, I know that one. It's not like a metal playlist. <laughs> it was like the uh, Teenage Heartbreak 2000s playlist. Oh, yeah. It was it was Blindside, P.O.D., Project 86, Linkin Park, Creed, Evanescence. A Thousand Foot Crutch. Thousand Foot uh, Crutch. Uh, Billy Talent. Tool. Third, yeah, Three Days Grace. Just... All the all the all the early two thousands, and I would at some point Evanescence come on, and I would be like, "Hey, you want to know? I know you're gay," <laughs> and, while simultaneously recognizing that that you know all the words. I know all the words, and I know that like eighteen year old me rocked out to it in my car, all yeah. emotional about a girl or some shit, and like just singing along at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and that crash <laughs> at one point too you were like one one of the one, 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 one of the evanescence songs comes on and i think the song was my uh was was called tourniquet yeah and the song gets over you're like know what i love most about that song the guest spot guy from 12 stones <laughs> I'm like, and then i was like oh that's you were like that's the wrong song <laughs> wrong song it was like there was no guest vocals on that one he's like what what are you talking about the other was I'm like you're thinking of bring me to life and yes yes 12 stones is on that one yes but not on this one i don't remember the guy's name for the life of me but i was i'm a fan of 12 stones before evanescence because... but it just it just goes to to show you that like on that album all of the songs <laughs> sound the same <laughs> sound the same <laughs> You legit were like the guest spot on that song. Is, yeah, is my favorite I, part. I, I was earnest. I wasn't like <laughs> like uh, I thought about it. I'm like, man, this is that one with. Nope. Now negative. With that being said, I had my. Own, uh, there's this thing that happens in music where people will listen to metal. I love metal. It is my go-to. Not even anymore. I'm, I'm more rap and hip hop. Uh, some. I'm all over the place. I like country. I like everything, but. There's this thing that people do when you it comes to metal. You don't like everything. That's, I, that's call a lie. I call I'm bullshit sorry. on that. I hate pop. You hate pop. You hate jazz. You don't listen to classical. No. Like, you're, okay, you're, there's a lot like, of things I don't like. But the fact that I listen a little, to a little country, bit of country, a little bit of metal, hip-hop, and a little bit of metal does not equate everything. <laughs> everything to me. I love throwing people <laughs> only, off by listening only to... Only what I care about counts. <laughs> With that being said, in my younger days, people would come to me and be like, I don't know why you can listen to that music. It all sounds the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it doesn't sound the same. All these songs sounds very different. And I would like show them music and all of it sound very different to me. Mm-hmm. Now, we are doing some work with some Indian people. And at one point, somebody was rocking out to some Indian music 
at the at the job site and I didn't know that songs were changing. It all sounded the same to me. I'm like, I don't know how people could listen to it. It all sounded the same. And then it run like, oh. You're like, no, I did it. Oh, I just, I I did, just it. did it. So I get it. If you In, have ever Instantly, sat- every old person in your life that was telling you to get off their lawn is now vindicated. Yes. Because you are them. I am now them because I don't know the difference. I'm sure it's all very different and great, but it all sounds the same to me. And I'm... I would like to take this moment to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. Because, uh, fuck you. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> if you apologize once, they make you apologize for everything. So, y- you understand where I'm coming from. If you don't, well, mm, yeah, I, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> Are you okay with that? I, I, you, you got a I face? mean, like, it's different, different kinds of music. Like, they've got motifs and modes or like certain keys that they they I'm sure are in. They, yeah and if if that's not something you're used to hearing you don't notice even what seems like a glaring change to you like to somebody who's just coming at it from the outside it's it's a nuance oh yeah and that nuance is lost on them yeah and and I just wasn't catching it and I was like I'm sure there's something different but I don't hear it and so I'm like, and then I thought about the people and the metal music that I listened to, you know, Asley dying and becoming the archetype and stuff like that. I'm like, to some people, they don't hear. Now, that being said, I will say, not so much BTA, but Asley dying had a tendency, <laughs> had a tendency to follow a formula. A proven a formula. A proven formula. And it was quite good. Just, I, just I saying, though, like listening it. to a whole album of "As I Lay Dying" songs, like if you're not they really, believe. if you're not really paying attention, you could be like, "Hey, what happened to track five? I for, I missed, I missed into separation." <laughs> <laughs> I missed. They kind of bleed together a little bit if you're not paying close enough attention. I I agree. We're becoming the archetypes a little, uh, a lot more. I I think, but again, this is me saying. I see the difference in this music where some people... But my dad like, wouldn't. Oh, like, no. No, there's not a chance That's all my dad I agree. Would. Yeah. <laughs> and we realized something about the music that we listened to, like that 2000s playlist. Yeah, because like, I was in a super nostalgic mode, right? Like, I put that, that playlist together because I was like, I want to feel like I am driving around in my old Dodge Stratus, <laughs> like a big, important motherfucker. Because <laughs> yeah, you drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I, I put together a playlist of the kind of things that I like, you know, the kind of CDs that were in that CD wallet that oh, you're like flipping yeah. through while you're driving way too fast and be like, oh, hey, yeah, that's the one I'm going to just okay. put out there and hit eject and slide it in there and put that back in the CD. You're, you got really damn skilled with I'm, that. I'm going to make an assumption here. Did you have the wallet or the book? Because you seem like a guy the that book. would have the book. You I fucker. had the book. I had the wallet because I was poor. We just had what we could, like, we didn't have a lot of CDs and you a had lot of them were picky. burned. I, I'll, I'll say it. A lot of them were burned. I didn't have. I, I, my parents would. We didn't learn about the internet properly until later. So <laughs> that was my fault too. <laughs> when you learn about the internet too soon, and then they're like, you can no longer learn about the internet. Burning you no know, was became a thing of the past. We're <laughs> not like, a nope. thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed on there. Yeah. Well, that, that was something that my friends and I did. Right, like we had Windows and like the and the media player for Windows. Yep. And if you had a CD, it's like it was. Oh yeah, you copy it was, and burn it your was, friends. It was your broship duty to copy it down and burn a couple copies to give to to the Friesenator and to Dreger and. Yeah. Well, what well, do you remember your first burn CD? Yes. 
my first burn CD would have been a early copy of TFK set it off. Really? Yeah. So that, early, not the re remastered, but the not the remastered, but not even not even the one that not even the one that came out on CD. It was the one that was slightly earlier than that that had a couple extra tracks on the beginning. Oh no that that was a that was a, a later release too. No 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 no, <laughs> it was early. This was really? this was back when they were still doing like gym tours and stuff. Oh, uh, what was a album? This was years before Phenomenon. <sighs> no, I I know, but they did a double release on that one where they had two intro. Like originally, that entered with Puppet. That album didn't have any songs before Puppet. It was I know because I went and bought the CD afterwards, and it had two extra Pup- tracks on it. Puppet, no, and Puppet was the first one. Okay, on on the one that I bought, Puppet was the first one. On the burn copy, I got a year before I bought, <laughs> set it off. It had uh, an intro song on it, and it had a couple other songs sprinkled in that were pretty lo-fi. Yeah. Yeah. There was I'm, a- pr- I'm pretty sure, like, there, because there was a couple guys older than me in my youth group, and they're the ones that gave it to me and, and a couple of my buddies, but they got it on, like, they actually saw TFK live yeah. and pick, picked it up. I was a huge fan of TFK before I saw them, and it was, again, set it off album mm-hmm. back when but they were nobodies, and... Um, did you see the CD cover where they were like them, like animated? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that one. And yeah, apparently yeah, that, that one. was, a lot of people were like, yeah, I didn't have that one. I'm like, oh yeah, that was my, that was my jam. That was what I rocked well, out Yeah, to. I mean, that was like, it was a combination of Blink-182 and... Lincoln Park. Lincoln and Park. And like the, the title track set it off, sounded just, it was a total Rage Against the Machine ripoff. Yeah. Yeah, like it was... It was this thing that didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah. It really was. And every album afterwards sounded nothing like it. Yeah. I I still think Set It Off is one of my favorite albums of their of their I tr- Phenomenon was quite good. I tried. It's a mixed bag for me. Well, I at the time, I think Yeah, no, I I think it was still mm, no. I I re-listened to it recently and it's fucking hot garbage. Set it off or phenomenon? I set it off. Yeah, phenomenon yeah. Phenomenon really? was a much better album overall. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't have that like, you know, the puppet and Superfly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and stuff like that. It kind of like was really like, yeah, yeah, those were fun. But there those was like fun. There songs. was there was three of those songs on that album, and yeah. the rest of it was hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then Phenomenon boy. didn't have that fun of those three songs, but overall. It was like, oh, this it was is more a, polished. Th- it was more polished, but it was like, okay, these guys actually know what they sound like now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I listened to When in Doubt off the TFK album. And man, it just made me feel like a retard. Because <laughs> I looked back and I'm like, this was a this song was a big deal to me. It meant something. It meant, like, I remember crying physical tears, not figurative tears physical tears on the emotion that it emoted from me <laughs> and looking back i'm like what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> okay so a song that makes you emotional like now what's what's now. What's, a, what's a song or at least like one that like in general when you come across it like it it inspires some feels oceans the worship song oceans yeah it pulls okay. it man i'm like it's a worship song. It just has this this draw, this build, like the the, the theatrics of it, and the the lyrics and everything. I'm like, oh, this song pulls it out of me. And I know it's a few years old now, mm. but it that is one that really like 
you ever just have one of those songs you avoid because you know it pulls it out of you? You're like, no, I need to not feel this for a while. <clears throat> and I'll do that. I will. Or yeah. uh, some, what is that? Uh, Seventh Day Slumber, Lion in the Lamb album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's got a few songs on it that really. Really? Yeah, that one does it. Oh, no, that that one does kind of does nothing for me other than being okay. Yeah, no, that one has a couple songs on it that will pull it out, especially when I'm in, uh, like when my son became a Christian, some of the songs on there were just wrecking me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm like, stop crying, you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because th- th- <clears throat> I, I overthink them, and, you know, you think about the, 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 the heart of the, the album or the heart of the song, and it really kind of pulls it out of you. And I kind of I, I like that once in a while. Once okay. in a while. If you do it with every single song album you listen to, <laughs> calm your it's tits. Like you're, yeah, you're, you're just being cheap and weak here. <laughs> yeah, you're just you're just looking for an excuse to let the estrogen yeah. flow. Mine is actually, it's actually a cover song. It's a Pearl Jam. Pearl, Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl Jams. Pearl Jam. See, when, you, when you're an elite snob like I am, it's Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. <laughs> Indian Pearl Jam. <laughs> No, it's 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 Pearl Jam, uh, their cover of it's an oldies song called Last Kiss. Oh, I don't think I probably know it to hear it, but I can't yeah. think of it right so now. So it, yeah, it's a it's a it's like one of those kind of fifties sort of like rock and roll songs. Yeah, but it is about a fella that picks up a girl he likes uh, on their first date in a car he borrowed from his dad, and they're they're having a great time. They're off driving to a, to kind of the point you know where they're gonna have a romantic evening. And he winds up losing control of the car on a bridge and getting into a head-on collision. Yeah. And the last... The last, oldest time. Yeah, the last verse of it is him crawling over to her body in the ditch and holding her and giving her a last kiss, thinking about the life they could have had before she dies. Yeah. And so he's left forever wondering the what if of the, you know, the, this woman that could have been the love of his, love of his life. And just like the imagery, the words they use, like smelling burning tires, feeling cutting glass, contrasted with the how they describe the, the sensation of that kiss. Yeah. And every time I, I so I avoid it because I imagine that happening to Carissa and I. Yeah. And yeah, so every time I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> it, it hits, it hits close yeah, to home. Yeah, it, it hits it hits close to home because it paints this imaginary fiction of a tragedy that I don't want to experience. And yeah, you know, and the, the, like the recurring part of the of this chorus is like, it's like I know she's gone to heaven, so I have to be good because I want to go see her. Okay, I'm going to use that story of the song to allow me to allow us to transition into our topic. Oh, I forgot we had a topic. <laughs> <laughs> I was having All a good right. time with that. I know. It was a lot it's of fun. It's time, though. But it is time. Uh, there once was a lady driving down the highway, and she was starting to get tired. And this was a very spiritual person. So she started to pray, God, I am so tired. I need to get where I'm going. Can you send your angels now to protect me in this drive? 
because she knew what she had to do, and she's like, I have to drive. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of motorcycle riders that are in a club of angels came alongside left and right, they, and it woke are they her. Angels, are they angels of heaven or uh, angels of nope, another place? Of another place. I yes. cannot mention where, I don't even know where this story took place. It's all hearsay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you add 41 and, and 40 together, you'll have a pretty good idea of a what pretty club good it is. idea. And if you don't know the numbers, well, fucking don't worry about it. Uh, with that being I know, said, we're, we're being coy. Hell's Angels. Yes, up. Hell's Angels apparently, apparently, I don't know for sure, So showed up on either side of this person. I don't even know if they knew if it was Hell's Angels. They just knew it was a club. They were all riding. I've, I have noticed that because us being in a club, even though it was a Christian club that had a wholly different name and an entirely different shape patch, and different whenever, colors. whenever we would go somewhere, people were like, did you know the Hell's Angels? Like, no. 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 We're it's, not, it's different. We're not it's them. all different. We're not them and they're not us. <laughs> they, we, they see three piece and they're yeah, like, they, Hell's Angels. <laughs> you have a motorcycle and a beard? You must be a... You must be a guy that's in a in a motorcycle. <laughs> so this person driving down the road starts being surrounded by Hell's Angels, allegedly. I don't know. That woke her up, apparently. Like, that made her, well, like, yeah, very aware of her surroundings. She's like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't... But she didn't say fuck. But... <laughs> If you mess up in driving with these people around you, yeah. she was in fear of her, her life. So whatever uh, fatigue she may have had before was no longer there. Okay. And so she believed that God answers prayer and she sent angels to guide her on her trip. <laughs> I love the irony of that because, like, you're like <laughs> you're expecting God to, like, you know, maybe, mm -hmm. like, maybe literally send like a glowy angel with you, or just you're, a you're, divine, like, yeah, oh, or, I'm there. or you're, or you're just asking for, like, you know, like, okay, like maybe something that I can't see is going to just will me on, and I'll get there. Yeah, and then literally a whole bunch of bikers from an outlaw motorcycle club show up with, you know, and then you're like, oh. Well, you sent angels, not the ones I was thinking of. This is terrifying, but also very helpful. Thank you. Again, <laughs> I don't know why I have to creep reiterating. Allegedly, well, yeah, may not have been. I don't want to get in shit. I don't want somebody knocking on my door saying, like, will you fucking mention it? I'm like, I don't know. I'm saying a story of a story of a story. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me the fuck I mean, alone. Let's, seriously, they exist. They ride places. People see them. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But I don't. I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want them coming here because I don't need them. I don't think we're fine. We're cool. Let me touch your bike. <laughs> <laughs> they have great motorcycles, and I know I'm not allowed to touch them, and that's why I. Oh, I, I almost spit my scotch <laughs> on the microphone there. <laughs> Let me touch your bike. <laughs> that was so funny and pathetic. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> oh. So, with that <clears throat> strange story, I do and don't want to talk about angels. Like the actual spiritual kind, not the biker kind. Not the biker kinds. <laughs> the, 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 yes, thank you. <laughs> the spiritual angels. The angels uh, spoke of in the Bible of fear not. The uh, angels that people claim to have seen, felt, or experienced in their life where mm -hmm. they're like, oh, this person came and paid for my groceries and I went outside to thank them and they were gone. I don't know. Probably stories like that out there. Uh, but... I've heard people say things like that to me. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, they, there was no time for that person to get away. There was no way they could have 
gotten away in the amount of time that when I went to go see them, they were not there. Um, I'm going to speak on a personal experience that I fir- had firsthand experience. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the right words. I was in the next room when this person experienced an angel. Now, what happened was I was a youth leader. No, I was a counselor at a camp. I was a camp counselor. And this camp that I went to had horses. Not a high-end camp, but they had horses. <clears throat> and we were playing some game with the horse. I think we were playing tech. And one of the kids that was in my cabin um, hopped on a horse, and they were riding. They were doing really great. And all of a sudden, the horse started to run. And the kid started slipping off the side of it. And while he was slipping off the side, he this kid is small, weak, pathetic little kid. He wasn't going to be able to hold himself up. Well, somehow he did. And then he got kicked in the foot. Like, the horse is running right there, and he thinks mm-hmm. that he got kicked by the horse. He was pretty sore. He was limping all the way back to the cabin. And on our way from the cabin from there, he said he was fine, but his leg hurt because he think he got hurt. And we walked back to the cabin. It's about, um, let's say, 300 yards. Okay. And in that time, we ran into some people, and they're like, hey... You got hurt? And they're like, yeah, I, got, I got, might have got kicked by a horse or something. I'm pretty hurt. I said, can we pray for you? And Christian Camp were like, yeah, sure. This kid got kicked. Or whatever may have happened. He got prayed for. We got back to the cabin. And I'm like, hey, you want me to say you're in your bed? And there's like a little division in this area where he couldn't see me. I couldn't see him. Mm-hmm. And so he, I put him on his bed so he could chill, relax. He'd been hurt. And I hop back into my area, hanging out with the other kids, taking care of them. And this kid comes running out of the back room saying, there's somebody in my room. And I'm like, what, what? And it's like, get up and I look. And I'm like, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. I'm like, kid, there's nothing there. It's like, there was somebody on my bed. And I'm like, dude, there's nothing there. And he's like, he was throwing something on my foot. He was throwing things on my foot, and this kid was fine. He was 100% fine. <clears throat> and I'm like, what the hell? And so I went to the, the one of the leaders that was there, one of the pastors, and I'm like, hey, man, this thing just happened. I don't know what to do with it. The kid's fine. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, the Bible does speak about healing coals. And so, like, when the, when, when, uh, the angels put the, the coals on the tongues of, I think it was Paul uh, to purify him of something that was uh, uh, Isaiah or is it Ezekiel this one, oh, not, yeah. that was Old Testament Old Testament Okay. point there he didn't heal him he purified mm-hmm. him by burning him that's Again, a different thing <laughs> I was 15 this was oh wow 23 okay. years ago 24 years ago so, yeah, this angel that he said he saw threw something on his foot. Mm-hmm. The kid who I saw experienced some trauma ran out of his room. Not limping, not wimping, not nothing. Oh, I'm not denying that. I'm just I, saying. I know. I'm just that saying that 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 I need to be partic- clear. That on particular guy and his yeah his saying of like well the talks about healing coals it be. It doesn't, yeah, well, purifying healing could be words that could be used interchangeably. Sometimes, sometimes to know. purify, you need to be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, this kid experienced an angel. Have I experienced an angel? Not that I know of. But, 
I was there for this. Mm. And I don't know what to do with it. So what yeah. I, I do the same thing I do with the UFO. I don't know. You know, walk away. <laughs> walk away. I'm not crazy. Oh, you know, for such a curious guy, sometimes you really <laughs> crush that impulse. I do. Um, yeah. Because you are a curious person. I am. I am. I'm almost too curious in some areas, but others, I'm like, no, I, I don't have the, I don't have, feel like I have the bandwidth to absorb and understand this. And if I can't understand it, I'm like, I, what am I supposed to do? I, I, I know the Bible talks about angels mm-hmm. and I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. I'm like, that's cool. That's fine. But do I like interactions or the stories of interaction with them now or the idea of them. I don't like the idea of them. Okay, yeah. So that that's... Sorry, I'm away from the microphone. That's that's uh, interesting. Why is it that you don't like... Like, what is it about the idea of their existence that you're like, no, I don't like that. Sorry about that, everybody. It's, it's one thing to be like, well, I don't have bandwidth to think about it and research or or think of, you know, do any praying about it. I mean, that's, that's one thing. But yeah. just to be like... Now, because they exist... It irks me. <laughs> that's a different thing, and it's, I, that's got me curious. I think it's the math on them. A big part of it is the math. Okay, so uh, let's say there's 10,000 angels. Angels who experience and, uh, according to some accounts, do counsel with God. Mm-hmm. So there are angels who have a relative amount of free will. As far as we know, they have some level of free will, unless they don't. Because one angel in particular, according to some uh, theological text, says that Satan was the choir director in heaven, and he became proud, and he's like, I want the worship. I want to be worshipped as God. Why am I directing all the worship to him when I can direct it towards myself? Again, don't have exact text. I don't have a lot. I know that it's a theological that that is a construct that is built over several various several various different sort of texts like, yes. so that's like a synthesis as well as adding in some extra biblical yes stuff too okay so there's this idea of satan being an angel yeah who so is, that that part is very biblical yep that's fine yeah. that's totally fine he got sent down along with i think i want to say a third no yeah, a third, was it a third of in, all in Revelation angels? it says like the this, you know tail swept across the stars and a third fell to heaven. Yes, or was that uh, was that Jesus? Because I know in Luke there's a there's a quote where Jesus says like you know he you know I saw <laughs> you know I saw him fall from heaven like a like a flash of lightning. Yeah, and I think it was br- brought like a third of hosts with him. Yes. Okay, something like that. Now, if you want to check I, it, whatever I, I will, number it is, I will doesn't say matter. I wish I had done the research on these various texts, but I was drywalling today. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I have, I have no desire. I have enough grasp on it where I don't like it, so it's fine. There so anyway, is a apart, certain yeah, apart from the details, apart from the absolute details, there is a certain percentage of angels which followed Satan down to hell because they were deceived. Now, angels, mm-hmm. they see more and know more than we do as people. From our understanding of angels, and since God's taking counsel with them, and God uses them directly, directly, He sends them to go do things on our beh- on His behalf, to to help us to do things, to be His messengers, and all these things. So He uses these angels, and these angels were deceived. Now, one, can they be deceived? Obviously, they can't. Now, do they have a choice in whether or not they're deceived? Well, that goes on according to free will. 
Okay. So do they they say so they what, face the same dilemma that we do as people when it comes to eternal life? Uh, either we're chosen or to go to heaven or not, which is a Calvinist view, or they make their choices. Oh wow, you're throwing a lot of stuff out I all at once. No, it's can you, really. Can you difficult. try and slow it down? Okay. So, these angels have chosen somehow to be deceived, or to see something that we don't. Because angels, knowing the consequence, if they knew the consequence mm-hmm. of being deceived, being damned to hell or whatever it is, what did they know that we didn't? We always look at the good. Well, I mean, you, you keep saying the word deceived. So if the word deceived is what applies to them, yeah. <laughs> then they don't know what we know because they believe something else. But the thing is, they know more than we do. They have to. They're nearly eternal, as far as we can tell. Okay. And they they have first account interactions with God. Now, if well, so I, did Adam and Eve. Yes. But so if, did Cain and Abel. Yes. Which really frustrates me. Cain and Abel, really, like Cain in particular, yeah. where God still spoke to Cain after he murdered his brother, and I can't. I, before, I, don't, I don't hear bef- fucking boo. Before and after. <laughs> yeah, before and after, where I didn't murder anybody, so, but I'm not hearing yeah, boo. Yeah, so like, so based on, on on just those two those two texts alone, it doesn't seem like even though they're more powerful beings than us, it doesn't seem like the dilemma is much different because even. T- even knowing much more than you and I do, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve still still took the bait. Yep. And Cain, knowing full well that his parents were the ones that came out of the garden and had well, this whole interaction, he he wasn't deceived. He chose. The, 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 he chose. The problem to do I have with Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel is yes. literalism. The the I, the okay. Bible. <laughs> Okay, try and pause that for the sake of this conversation, because being literal and trying to deal with metaphysics and and in the material world, like it's two different things. I know we're trying to deal with stuff taught through myth. Yes, and so you can't do that by hopping out of the myth. And that's that's I think a big part of my struggle is hopping out of the myth, like being like, okay, it's one thing to believe in the mythos while simultaneously okay what is the real world implications of angels and i think that's where my struggle is when it comes to that is because so the myth myth isn't do angels exist the myth is this drama that played out in the garden yeah it's it's not a matter of existence it's a matter of here's a story synthesized to tell you to tell you in a way that makes sense, in a concise way that can be passed on through ages, of a big thing that happened. Right? Yeah. That's the point of myth. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, it goes back to the angel's understanding. Yeah. At that point, the angel's understanding is no different than Adam and Eve. But I don't... We're in the same, we're in the same ballpark there. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I Mostly think, because I have a hard time with the Adam and Eve story in and of itself. I know I'm trying to not jump out of it, but when you look at the Adam and Eve story, there seems to be an awakening of consciousness has come with. Did they know all, or did they know nothing at all? Because they kind of became like the, just, you aren't born with full knowledge in the entire universe. Are they? Are we expecting Adam and Eve to be born with the full knowledge of the universe? Are we? Are we making that assumption? Okay. So. 
again, you're trying you're trying to do what you did in that episode that you did on your own. You're trying to make the myth fit onto some kind of anthropomorphic thing that happened to apes. Yes. Rather than letting the story be the story. Yeah. So, assuming Adam is somebody capable of thought and the fall, the knowledge of good and evil, etc., etc., is more than just humanity growing from unthinking apes into into conscious beings. Yeah. Assume Adam is you except somebody who has direct contact with God. And then in that there's your your higher, right? Like you you're Yeah. but you're also able to fall, right? You have free will to choose something. Yeah. Right? Like it's knowing full well that God walks with you, that, you know, he seemed like he created things, he created this woman next to me, et cetera, et cetera. Like yeah. there's all of that is here. And despite that, also said, No, I think I think I'm gonna disobey on this one thing here. You know, it's so so okay, I, I got a question. Do you assume angels are omnipotent? Um, I, I just don't think in the right. I don't think in the the drama of the Bible that it that plays out as a characteristic that they have. Oh, for everybody else, omnipotent is all knowing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't believe it's possible because I believe that they would take on a godlike form or godlike understanding if they were to be omnipotent and they're not omnipresent because they're not god so exactly like they're it's it's something different than we are is something but it's also something different than god is and yeah to be frank they're allowed to have. They're allowed to have their own deal going on like yeah, their that's own true. drama their own we, thing so, I think one of my problems is the projection of almost like a deification of their knowledge and understanding of they're the closest thing to God without being God. And because because they're in first contact, because they're in absolute understanding. It's like it's like the... But uh, they're, they're not in first contact more than Adam or Adam, yes. Eve, and Cain, Abel. I, don't, I disagree with that. I, I think that they were in first contact more than them. I, I believe if if they are as uh, as uh, if their time is measured differently than Cain and Abel, like unless God created the angels oh, sorry, at what, the same what, time as what Adam I, and Eve. What I mean is like their their access to God at that point was not different than Adam and Eve. Okay, right. It's right. not. It's not like one. I'm not saying Adam and Eve came before or at the same time. Okay, as them, because I, I don't think that bears out. But what I'm saying is like it's. It's not like they had to go through the angels in order to speak with God, or something like that. Right? Like their their interaction with God was was face to face, one to one, and it's that and that still was not enough to keep them from falling. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, what you what you're you're saying there is actually a, an important point because people think of angels as ma- basically magic. Like, oh yeah, it, it's kind of like well, you know, they're uh, you know just 
willy-nilly, whatever, say, abracadabra, an angel did it, or an angel has, like, yeah. I mean, I think they are beings of immense power. I mean, if... Well, they had, they had to, like, they were projected as having wings because of their ability to go from place to, they didn't have literal wings, well, well some yeah, of them didn't, but there were, there were... Okay, no, that's, let's, let's save that for a little later. I know. Because that, that, was, that was a non sequitur. I know, but there was this idea of angels having immense abilities of speed to travel from one place to another to be as God's messengers, and so they were, like, projected as, oh, they must have some kind of, like... What's the word I want to use? They were symbolically represented yeah. with in pictures in, with in, wings. In ancient Say, hey, art, this is an angel. Yes. In ancient art, wings on th- on things that don't have wings, like, you know, on wings that things aren't birds, mm-hmm. it usually is a, something that denotes they're fast. You know, like traditionally, you know, the god Cupid, you know, in, <laughs> in what was that? Is that Greek or Rome? It's Greek. Yeah. He's pictured having wings on his ankles as, as as if he is able to flit really fast from place to place you know on, on you know <laughs> it's it's to say he's got speed and so generally like we think of angels now as like basically you know really really handsome people oh, with, yes. with often white with wings and and if you've that's, ever been touched a, by an angel, get yeah, a hold of a lawyer. It, it's a motif that is that is transcended through time. However, there are lots of wings on angels in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> like there's, I thought there's... we were saving it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought it up. <laughs> Fuck you. But anyway, getting getting back, like we're talking about what do we think angels really are? And I think just people think really muddy things about them because, like, we think like stuff in movies or cards or like we just we don't think about them at all in proportion to how much they're actually in scripture because they're all over the damn place yes they get used very often and it's frustrating (laughs) it's like well an angel came what the fuck where why why am i not maybe i'm just not in touch enough or i don't need to be in touch enough because i'm fine well i'm not important enough i don't know imagine like the The whole Bible takes place over thousands upon thousands of years. Yep. Right? Like, even things that show up all over the place in the Bible mm-hmm. could, you know, he's seeing two things happen a couple chapters from another could be a couple lifespans of people That's, between that them, right? That is true. Well, look at our own histories, right? Like, they, it's like, oh, we need to talk about war. Well, we're going to talk about um, the Civil War. Well, that's... 1812 yeah. or whatever we and then you, it's like oh and then the next war was world war one which is like a hundred years later almost yeah. and it's we like, skip vast periods of time in order to donate to denote significant events yeah when we're recording things so yeah i mean you don't need to feel slighted because <laughs> i'm not offended i i i understand again <laughs> This kid getting healed and then the angel not showing his face. Well, you know, I, mean, I get it. I get it. It's fine. It's just me. <laughs> I was the counselor. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah, here. <laughs> I'm an important person according to this. Ch- this kid thinks I'm important. If, if you... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. So I, was, so I was thinking about angels a little bit while I was working today. And I came across a bit of a diagram that was helpful to me. I thought you didn't do research. No, this was like weeks ago. Oh, okay. Like just something that I come across my right. normal looking over 
for arcane weird shit. Yeah, because you do do so that. <laughs> I remembered this while I was working today. Okay. And it was a diagram. And it actually sparked something in me that like was like, oh, okay. Like, this makes sense a little bit about why they're there all together. It, it's like two upside-down pyramids that intersect at their peaks, making a little diamond. Yeah. Right? One being spirit on the top. That's the top uh, pyramid, the upside-down one up top. And the bottom one being uh, body. And in these things, it had little lines denoting across them, being like the bottom is like back, like a vegetation, bacteria, and then low animals, high animals, and at the very top of the of the peak where the other peak met, that said spirit was one that said man, where spirit and physicality connect. Yep. And that's kind of where we stop thinking about the high, you know, and then we think God, you know, yeah, about we, that, right? We, we that's, that's where we stop thinking about the hierarchy of beings, not thinking like, well, what's, what's in the link before that? I mean, or uh, above that, is there anything that is not as high as God, but doesn't intersect, doesn't intersect with beast? Yeah. Because like, we're that place of intersection. Yeah. Animals don't get that same interaction. Right. But they're... You know, but we see in the word there are other physical beings, so they they kind of fill a necessary gap between animals, man, and God in an escalating hierarchy to the greatest spirit. Yeah. Okay. And it kind of makes sense because there it seems like there is a bit of a hierarchy in in scripture of angels they're not all one thing no now another issue that i have um when i hear people talk about how foolish these angels I've, i have heard people say how could these angels fall for it and i want to put it out there of these are beings like adam and eve that had first account interactions with god and so if you think you can do it all the time and that you can be on point, either you're not thinking about it enough or you're in no danger to the enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, you're no danger to Satan, so he don't give a fuck about you. But if he can deceive angels, if he can deceive Adam and Eve, if he can deceive Cain and and pull them in, who, who the fuck do you think you are? Be very careful <laughs> of your own hubris. Yeah, right? be, like, be humble and be like, <clears throat> thank you, Lord. Yeah. That I am not of any threat, or yeah, that I am not. <laughs> exactly, and like I think it it goes to show the the power of the power of pride. Oh yeah, right. Like, why did the angels fall? Like, the, and that's that's a legitimate question to ask. Why did the angels fall? That, no, it's one hundred percent legitimate. Why the fuck? Because they they had to have seen everything. They're like, and did they all fall at once? Uh, did they all fall? That's a great. I question. don't think so. You don't think so? Nope. I don't think so. Do you think? Hmm. Do you think there was some level of God can't do this to me? He might have done it to them, but he can't do it. Like it would go against what God is, and God's like, I'm fucking God. So, what I... Okay, so, obviously there had to be some kind of fall 
before before the temptation of man. Yep. Like otherwise, you know, what's what's the serpent doing there? Like what is what is the Satan doing there? Yeah. Right? So there had to be there had to be a fall that was either before man was created or in between man's creation and their fall. So that's one. The next one I see is just before the flood with the the daughters of, of men and the sons of God intermingling. And, and creating, making defiant. Yeah, creating Nephilim and giants. So there, there's another. Because it's not said that they slept with fallen angels. No, no, it just says that they slept with the, gods, uh, the children of God. That were tempted by them. Yes. So there's another fall. Yeah, that's, uh, what, what book is that? Genesis? It's Genesis 7 or, or no, that's Genesis 6, I think. Yes. Yeah. So when it says children of God, I'm like, huh? Why, why is this being skimmed over? That's one of those you, you just have read mm-hmm. a verse and you're like, why are we just skimming <laughs> this shit? Same with the Deuteronomy of your if you're in a fight with a man, another man, and your wife grabs his testicles, chop her hand off without remorse. It's like, where the fuck did that come from? There's a lot of verses like that where I'm like, how are we skimming this? I want to know the backstory here. Oh my gosh. Anyways. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Read your Bible. Oh, it's crazy. Okay, Ezekiel. So fun. next one is a little bit is a little bit fuzzier, but at some point, it says that God gave the nations over to to various deities to rule them, and I I'm not sure if He gave them over to be just ruled by angels they or, they worship as gods or false gods. Or yeah, but that, that's what I think is I think false gods are fallen angels at least oh. in at least in the realm of mythos interesting yes yeah the, no it's 100 <clears throat> interesting like the whole uh, heck look at the zeus one yeah it's like, a perfect it, example yeah, so to, to me fucking gods yeah. and so literally me, that fucking was, not figuratively yeah like okay let's say on that note the Daughters, the daughters of women, and the sons of the sons of God intermingling, making giants and men of renown. Doesn't that sound a lot like Zeus, Hercules, and Hercules, and all that shit? Or or, uh, what's this, Achilles, and those various things, right? Like it's there's a pattern there. There's a pattern of this idea of a a god producing demigods and creating a whole lot of havoc. That, that a whole lot of drama and havoc. That sounds exactly like the Greek mythos. It, the, it sounds like the whole Greek pantheon mythos stuff like that. So there's a part of me that's like, you know what? Like I think this is I think this is where this this economy of angels and demons starts to shake out of where they fit in existence is in this realm of nations and deities and who people worship now hmm is there a chance that you think just putting it out there that this stuff was added post hoc so the idea of okay well we need to explain the greek gods to these heathens so let's say god allowed the angels to create like kind of putting in i would a, what's the word okay, I'm looking so for? That's 
that's a anachronistic way to look at it. Yeah. And I think that denies the agency of people of the past. That, uh, yeah. Right? It's like, I don't think that this is just something that people are pulling out of the Bible <laughs> and being like, like, I, it's, it's like, a, there, it's there a flat, is, uh, I yeah. really do see it as a flat earther explanation for why the flat, like, oh, you're going to challenge me with a question? Well, I'll, I'll answer that one question. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do worry that that's what they're doing when it comes, well, some people could argue that of this is how we explain away the Greek gods and such is that we can just point at, okay, God did it this way. Yeah. So. I will I will say that I don't think that those religions themselves allow for that because they have their own legends that play out in that same way of their gods being being the sons of other ones and having overthrows and rebellions and revolts and and the victors of that revolt are the ones that that you know they have and they worship now you know the like there's ascension myths and revolt myths of like these pantheons of gods and i think that that idea of fallen angels or the the battles for heaven and stuff like that is something that all of the ancient religions shared together and it's a matter of choose your side yeah Rather than this being a post hoc way of explaining why there's other gods. Because we live right now, right now we live in a weird time where the biggest thing we have to contend with is atheism. Yeah. That's a new deal. Yeah, just an entire cultural that, people. That, that's that were a like, whole fuck cult- all of it. And it's like, what do you mean, fuck all of it? Like That was not a thing. No, it was like, which god are you? It's like, ah, uh, I don't believe in God. It's like, fucking burn them. Like, no, you can't. No, you have to. You have to believe in something. Because, look, there's thunder. You, come on. Yeah, I... So, like, yeah, that's that's the thing. And and when you think about... Well, I try to think about that, too, right? Because, like, I mean, I've done a couple podcasts on this show about my struggle with materialism. And I'm trying not to be the guy that's like, well, I'm not materialist now, so I'm going to go whole hog into mysticism. <laughs> and I'm the guy who's, I, I don't know, not the one who struggles with it, but having a really hard time with not leaning towards materialism. I uh, The mythos is just really hard for me to grasp. Yeah. And so for me, that's where, that's where something like the philosophy of phenomenology starts to help a lot. So phenomenology being like, there's an experience that you have and you say you say the cause of that is the explanation for it or or the explanation for it is the cause of it right like it's uh you know it's uh lightning happens because electrons in the sky do whatever they do and then there's a charge and that's ridiculous it's thor it's obviously thor (laughs) it's so much like it's thor (laughs) <laughs> and he's angry at you because you touched yourself. Right. It's fine. So, you know, you think about, you think about like, okay, well, we know what lightning is. But at the same time, at the same time, like, an explanation for how something happens is not an explanation for the why something happens. Yeah. Or even <laughs> the the what is happening, right? Like, it's... It's, uh, 
stuff can happen that has other connotations or or things that are bigger there like just because just because i know that just because i know that praying to god rewires my brain because it's a neural pathway that my that my mind is going down and building etc from one place to another right just because i know that's happening does not necessarily mean that the Holy Spirit is not speaking to me. Yeah, like it's, it's the, the just like, because you're strengthening in a road doesn't mean that the road is not. Right, or, like just because we, yeah, just because we know the, we know how to describe what's happening physically, does not mean that there's anything other than the material happening too. So. When you're talking about uh, neurological pathways, you've created a pathway, fortified the pathway, because that's what's happening when you pray, when you do these things that uh, create neurological links. So we're talking about brain waves. Uh, When you say, okay, when this leads to this, it brings me to a better place. So you're creating a neurological pathway because you're coming to a deeper understanding with each prayer. Mm -hmm. So... What some so, people yeah, say so is you, so you could say, well, all is in your head. And it's yeah, all, it's, it's just neurological it's pathways. It's just neurological But that pathways. doesn't make the destination of the pathway less real. Because the, 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 the point A to point B may exist, and they're like, oh, look at the pathway. It's like, no, look mm-hmm. at the point B. Because you're looking at point A, the line from, you're looking at the line, but you're not looking at the actual B of the, the destination. Yeah. You're creating a pathway to something deeper and, and more real than real. Yeah, exactly. And so if I say that I can experience the Holy Spirit, even though I know there's an explanation as subtle as it may be for yep. what's happening, but I, but I'm, st- it doesn't mean I'm not experiencing the Holy Spirit. It's a really shitty thing for me to be like, you guys back in the ancient days didn't experience Zeus. You just didn't understand science. <laughs> like that, that's a really shitty thing to say. Shitty and lazy. It's shitty and lazy. Exactly. It's anachronistic. That's the perfect way to use the word anachronistic. Yes, but that's too complicated. So shitty and lazy is a really... <laughs> it's blue collar for a fucking reason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, you don't you don't think that people really interacted and worshipped with with Baal? With yeah. Baal? <laughs> like, yeah. like, enough that it changed even Jewish society. <laughs> like oh, there, yeah. There is a huge and powerful force there. And yeah, maybe there's not like a literal, a literal, uh, what is it like, you know, eagle-headed dog man. I, f- I forget exactly what ball is supposed to look like, like around in the sky. Man, bear, pig. Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe <laughs> let's use, like maybe use the, the demon Molech. Oh, Molech's a really good one. It's like a, like a dog, you know, they used to like make a iron iron thrones of him they'd burn a fire on and sacrifice babies on his lap that oh. they would burn up there now, so now, you don't now, let's not let's not jump it i i want to talk about that for just a quick second hey what do the mothers do as they're burning their babies dance they dance they celebrated their human sacrifice what are they doing today and now what are they doing when you say talk they say shout your abortion Fucking, it's the same shit, just a different timeline. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to jack that, but I want to jack (laughs) that. They are saying, shout your abortion and celebrate it. And they look at these primitive, primitive, I'll call them primitive, societies of burning babies and be like, well, that's fucking primitive because they're celebrating their babies being burned. You're doing the fucking same thing. 
just in a more sanitized way. Oh, more sanitized. Looked as a doctor. Yeah. So as far Fuck as as far as what phenomenology is, there is a phenomenon happening of people doing something that is retardedly against even your biological instincts. Oh yeah. To take your firstborn children and sacrifice them to this being, like it's or. It, so you don't you don't think there's something more behind it than just well, we, don't, we don't understand let's, how let's how break thunder that down works. a little bit. Okay, so there's this thing that we have to do as people. We mm-hmm. assume that the greatest sacrifice we ever made must be worth something. And what is the greatest sacrifice to a mother? Something they do not want to do in their greatest instinct. It's like I don't I never want to sacrifice my child. No matter what the cost, I don't want to do it. And for some reason, we have this kickback of that must make the sacrifice worth it. And so we assume whatever the greatest sacrifice must be, that must be the sacrifice that is worth it. And it's like, ah, oh, sometimes it's fucking not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's really not. And, like, you know, there's a thing that you say often. It's like, you don't have ideas. Ideas, or people don't I, have I, ideas, but ideas have people. I stole it. Let's, let's be clear. Again, again it, that's part of that phenomenological way of looking at the world. So, just because there isn't a literal physical molek doesn't mean that there isn't a pervasive, intelligent idea oh, yeah. that is imposing itself on a culture and yeah you can you can dice it down and look at all the ways that like okay well like culture made a mistake here and and produced a thought that way and that developed into this and that developed into that and all that that i mean you can explain that in a materialistic way of the the infestation of thoughts as people teach one person another and and then it like goes sideways that doesn't it doesn't intrinsically mean there isn't an intelligence there that is shepherding that process. Yeah. We, so, we, we make a lot of um, asymmetric insight assumptions when it comes to that, where we assume that the people of the time understood exactly the way that we understand today. Yeah. And we're like, oh, why couldn't they see that it was just so much easier, that it was just weather patterns, that it was just whatever. And it's like, no, they're going off the basis of their understanding as they saw it happen. So if one A led to B led to C, well, how do how did A lead to C? Well, it must be B. And it's like, no, it's a consequence of something that's an external uh, consequence that had no influence, but you, it happened. And so... <sighs> fucking forget where I was going. <laughs> yeah. But that's just all to say, like, so when I when I think about the economy of angels and demons, I start to see where they fit and where they influence the world. And, I mean, I think we don't give angels their due for the good stuff that they do, right? That, we that look, is true. We look at Molech, we, but we, we look... It's the same thing with people. You look and you see... And you base your opinions upon the haughty, the prideful, the ones that are out in the front and loud. They have a YouTube channel. Yeah. They've got, they've got you know, their face on a billboard, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like, those are the ones your attention goes to. And I think I think angels of, uh, you know, of God's order, they seem a little bit more self-effacing. And, and well, they're, they're the team that makes it happen. And they're the ones that point, they're, they're the ones that point past themselves to the highest. Yeah. Right? 
It's like like oh good good example of that in in the Bible would be the angel that is accompanying John on his vision in Revelation. Ooh, because that's got to be a tough like several several occasions. John falls at his feet, tempted to worship the angel, and the angel's like, whoa, 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 no, 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 you know, like, dude, <laughs> I don't want to go to hell. Yeah, it's like you know, <laughs> adjust adjust your attention. Like, I know I'm big and impressive, but attention goes to where it's due. So, like, I, I feel well, like... Do you think that was a little bit of self-preserving of not wanting to get uh, ahead too big of, I, I am impressive, but <laughs> look at look look to something bigger than yourself. Because if you look at me and you worship me and that goes to my head... It's danger for both. It's danger for both. It's a self-preservation of if you worship me and I think for a moment that it is me that's doing it, not the one who sent me... Yeah. We're both in danger. And and so uh, yeah. I maybe maybe it's the attention that angels get or that no, sorry, no, let me not put it that way. It's not the angels that angel the attention that angels get, it's the attention that we give angels that worries me. Because we give a lot of attention. There's a lot of people there's an entire T V show in the late nineties. Uh, touch we'll called by, Touch by an Angel. Yeah. Touch by an Angel. It was, it was a show completely about angels. If anybody has an interaction with an angel, we make it more about the interaction <clears> with the angel than the, he's a messenger. But the fact that the divine would send a messenger such as that to us, well, it kind of inflates our own idea of how important we are. I don't know. I, 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 for, instance, for instance, the book of Tobit. Sorry, mm. which one? Which book? Tobit. Ah, which yes. book is that in? Uh, it is in one of the, it's one of the prophet books, or you know, it's one of the wisdom books, but uh, in, uh, in not a Protestant Bible. Not a Protestant, not a Protestant Bible. Bible, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I just knew it was probably out of the Apocrypha or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually a fantastic read. Like as, as far, as far as Old Testament books go, it's one of the more entertaining ones to go through. Yeah. You ever, you ever feel like the, the, the <laughs> there's some books that people say it's like, is that, that, that's not a book. <laughs> there are, there are actual Protestant Bible books where I'm like, I think you made that one up. I don't remember that one. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't want to fall for yeah. that. But you know, in the in that one, like God actually, one of the main characters in it is an angel <laughs> sent to sent to accompany accompany Tobit on this quest that he's on. That Sounds a little screw tape to me. It did, but it's different though because he manifests as an actual person that other people see and interact with. It's it's almost more like it's almost more like you know Gandalf, tr- you know, hanging out with with Bilbo. Okay, you made a great uh, analogy on that one because I realized when I say screw tape, I'm like, ah, oh, still sounds, it sounds so pretentious that I use C.S. Lewis as like, oh, everybody knows screw tape yeah. letters. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, like, so they, they go through this this whole adventure, and and you know that's it's all about kind of like redeeming Tobit and his and his and his father, and but like through that whole thing. Like dealing with the angel, the angel is the one that has been sent there on mission, you know, helping him through this to kind of give him the nudge he needs to grow, right? Like he's not interacting with God. God sent a messenger that is doing that. And like, so I, I don't have actually have an issue with the premise behind something like touched by an angel where, because it seems 
Like, angel, like God sends angels to do that stuff all the time, and especially they, they, in the New Testament. It's I I, I I was listening to an audiobook again, again. a few weeks back. <laughs> And Dude, it was a whole lot of research before you knew. Dude, before I knew we were doing this episode, <laughs> we literally came up with this this afternoon. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's actually a it's an audiobook I downloaded. Oh man, it was it was earlier this year. It was last spring. Anyway, so I'd, I finally got around to, to listening to it at work. But it was it it had a section in it that went over every instance of angels showing up in the New Testament. <laughs> I'm like, wow, there's actually a lot of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, up to the epistles, because the epistles are letters written to... Yeah. But, like, in all the action books, the Gospels, Acts, and Revelation, and stuff like that, they're all over the place. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, like oh, okay. literally, the road to Damascus is pretty much written as a, as yeah. a, a, hey, angel came through a donkey. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, it's just, it seems like, it seems like they're a favorite tool of God. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you, you kind of think, like, we think as with Protestant mind, we think, well, God is one omnipotent and one omnipresent. Well, I don't like that. It's both. Both of them together, I have a hard time with. I think you know, somebody else pointed out the flaw, and I'm like, fuck, I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, I'm just trying to think of what the average person thinks of, because we're taught oh, yeah, that sorry. Omni- omnipotent and omnipresent. So, like, well, I mean, why do we need angels when you can just do this yourself, Lord? <laughs> like, yeah. And I kind of, I kind of like in this way, this buffer, not, not a mediator, but this buffer, because it shows that God isn't a tyrant. He's not monolithic. He is trying to build an economy and empower it to do its thing. Yep. As opposed to Satan, who creates chaos says, no, I'm going to ascend. I'm going to take this. Like, you know, Satan is kind of like this, this tyranny. It's this tyranny of evil. And anybody that's in his service is also under threat (laughs) rather than being a counsel. Yeah. And it's, it does seem as if the demons that are used to oppress are not actual servants, but like, I don't want to fucking deal with it. They're not worth my time. So it's like, it's like a, you deal with this or else. And it's, it's, uh, it's the ordinary men of of uh, oppressors, where they will they will be just as bad as Satan would be given the opportunity. It's like no, I need to be as as bad as Satan is. So they do horrible. And I've, I've I have you ever seen an exorcism? No, I haven't. I have seen multiple, multiple firsthand, and they are fucking terrifying. I have seen people that I know, not like crazy people, not like, I have seen actual exorcisms, not like uh, Spiritus Santus and like the Catholic ones that are like chucking holy water everywhere, but interventions with these demons. No, I think that's a bit of character right there, but anyway. I know it's a bit of character, but I've seen stuff. And I'm, like, like, I've, I'm thinking of characters of like people being like, Random people on the streets are like, hand on the forehead. Ooh, like, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I cast Ooh. this demon out of you. You know, like, I'm, I'm, uh, so I'm, I'm picturing that caricature, no. you know, when you say, you know, exorcism from your end too, right? When so, I'm talking about exorcism, it's a, there's something happening here. Let's get all these kids the fuck out. Yeah. 
like we're teenagers, we'll simultaneously deal with somebody who is oppressed of some sort of spirit and there's no showmanship to it. I saw a person that I know and love scream at me as if they didn't know me. I was on the back corner doing my own thing. I'm like, I can't pray. I'm not a big prayer. I don't like praying. It's kind of annoying to me. I'm a sledgehammer. Be gone. Get the fuck out. I don't care. How well did that work? Not good. Which is why I'm not going to pray. But, do you know what I can do? I can support the people who are praying. I can pray for the yeah. people that are praying because I'm like, do you know what? They, they need backup. I'm backup. I'm the guy praying for them to pray. And so, I had somebody <clears throat> who I know and love scream at me to shut up from across the room. I was across the room from this person who was being exercised. And they were screaming at me in a voice that I, I knew these people. Mm-hmm. And they're screaming at me in a voice that I've never heard. Okay, so okay, I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna try an interview. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> so when you say, when you say screaming in a voice you haven't heard, it wasn't not their voice. It okay, wasn't so, not their voice. It was like, just a voice when, that I had heard. When I when I when I talk, like you you know what my voice sounds like. I can be like, bruh, bruh, bruh. I mean, you still like, oh, that's Devin just lowering the register of his voice, like. It's not just like a lower register or a different no. pitch or more anxiety. No, like it, 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 was, it was. It's still their voice. It was still their voice, okay, but okay. it wasn't never one that I had directed to me. And I was out of earshot. And do you know what I was doing while this person was being prayed for by other people who were around that person? I was just worshiping. I was oh, just singing. I was that just sounds praying. So fucking annoying. I, I know it does. <laughs> I kind of. I'm just saying. I kind of get it. But I was out of earshot. I was far enough away, and this person looked at me and started screaming for me to shut up. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't mm. interacting. I wasn't there. I was just on the side. I wasn't doing anything. But what I was doing was something that they didn't want me to do. Mm. I wasn't interacting. And they were screaming, screaming bloody murder for me to shut up. What, what do I do with that? Well, what do I do? I keep worshiping quietly. I'm not there to like. I'm not there to antagonize. Mm-hmm. I'm there to support the people who are there. And I saw this firsthand. What? Do, how do I not believe in something deeper than ourselves when I'm seeing this happen right in front of me with somebody who I love? There's somebody I nearly dated. <laughs> Even after this, I'm like, mm-hmm. they're cute. They're nice. They're <laughs> we get along. <laughs> and I just. I'm like, man, there's, there's got to be something. And, and after that, do you know what happened? She didn't recall a single thing. She doesn't remember sitting there pounding her legs. She doesn't remember screaming bloody murder at the people who were praying for her. Mm. This is firsthand. This isn't me telling a story of a story like in the beginning. This is me talking about something I saw right there in front of me. Well, Guess what? I know another person that they're related to that also got exercised right in front of me. I was there. What do I do? I've seen it multiple times. So the idea of angels, as much as I don't like them, they're real. They're happening. They, they have a spiritual influence. There's something happening around me that I can't explain, but they are real. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but well I mean I I understand being like yeah I don't like demons <laughs> yeah but the very but, idea of demons I don't like 
the very fact that we can be like, oh, I've been possessed by a being that is not me in my body that is influencing the way that I react, the way that I respond, the way I interact with people. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, that, that's, a, that's a part of my life. And I'm like, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> okay. So why doesn't that dislike of it produce a earnest desire to mitigate that evil influence on the world rather than try to shut it down rather than to try and like avoid thinking about it. Okay. Um, that is, yeah, that's my question. Like seeing these things firsthand, why yeah. is, why is it something that produces for you an avoidance? Because I don't feel like it's something that we should be struggling with. <clears throat> If we are in a good community, if we are in among people that actually care for us, who actually want the best for us, that we're actually studying and growing and, and creating an environment in which we can engage with one another. But you just you just said a while before, like, if the angels themselves can fall, then who are you to think yeah. <laughs> that it's not possible for for yourself to... Maybe I to hope that they slip. weren't that important. I really did hope that they weren't that important, that the devil would even care about them. That there's not enough devils on the that are engaged enough with the people around them, that these people are important enough. And I I hope that I am not that important, that I have yeah. not that big of an influence. Well, how many how many demons do you think exist? Oh okay. Let's take into account mankind, uh, as it is today, six point six billion. Um I want to say less than mankind. I'm just going to shoot for a shorter number because... <laughs> uh, I want to say one billion. Let's just... Nice, nice round number. One billion. So these people to be engaged, there are far more important people and there's far more <coughs> less important people that matter outside of the billion people that I know. Okay. I don't know a billion people. But the people that I do know how many stars are in our current galaxy? No idea. I don't have an answer. Well, it's definitely more than that. <laughs> <laughs> like, just imagine the, um, imagine this for for a an estimation of of scale. I, d based, I don't have a number based on the figurative language that we've been given as far as like I d I d stars I, in the heavens. The problem is I don't have a basis. I can, it's not that I don't have an, an imagination. I can think of any number I want to. I don't have a basis to match that off of. So if I say a million, I could be off by 20, 30 billion. I, you got to give me a basis. that uh, Mostly because I don't care about astrology enough to Astronomy. actually... Astronomy. Yeah. Astrology is a different... Uh, it's all fucking stars. <laughs> but... He's looking it up right now because yes. we need to know how many is in our galaxy. And our galaxy is... Are, are you talking about the Milky Way? Yes. Okay. That, that's okay. our galaxy. We are going to con okay. contain that to the Milky Way. So just as, an, as, a, as a nice even round number, there is a estimated 100 billion stars in our galaxy. Okay. And up... So half. Half of our population. Up to as many or more... No, 100 billion there's like 8 billion people on the planet. 100... Oh, whoa, hold on. Oh, wow. So a, a, a tenth. Yeah. Ish. Now, that's our galaxy. The universe itself potentially has as many or more galaxies of equal size or greater than that yet. Okay. 
And so you're 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 trying to say that he um I'm just saying with the with the figurative language we've been given to think of angels uh, and you know as as stars in the heavens in yep. nu- in numer- in numerical uh, equivalence yep. a third of a third of that is Okay. Way, 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 way more yeah, than any one person into account needs. The expanding universe, and right? It's, it's could be infinite. <laughs> then why fucking have people? Why are we even fucking here if he's got that uh, many angels that fucking I don't, believe I, in him? I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being facetiously over. <laughs> I know. I'm like, like so I'm, why I'm, bother? I'm it's all facetiously, facetiously <sighs> overestimating. <laughs> Like I mean, nobody when they wrote that that verse was thinking of like the expanding universe, the expanding universe, or even like the fact that there's as many galaxies as there is stars in the sky. Like that that level of astronomy didn't didn't exist. But the number of stars in the sky, even that can be viewed from the visible um, eye. I'm sorry, but that we don't even have a good we don't even have a good ratio for that because right? of our it's, light pollution. Our light pollution takes out but not, so many lights. But not those that lived then. There wasn't not a thing exactly such. There wasn't a thing such as light pollution then. Yeah. So I'm just saying, from from the the image that we've been given, we can we can assume from that that there is basically enough celestial beings to last every human that so, can possibly live at any given moment. So what, three to one, two to one, four Who to knows? one? It's enough. I, I, let's, I, let's just say enough. I'm Okay, then they are omnipresent. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, if I'm going to say, oh, they're not omni, omnipresent, well, guess what? Maybe they just take turns because they're fucking, hey, we're taking shifts and we're taking four shifts on this guy because he's fucking crazy. Okay. No, I don't okay, think we're gospel. that important enough. Gospel. Ran- random dude in Galilee or in Galilee or one of the, the places that they were walking to had one that that identified as legion legion which as, is a thousand yeah you know so i mean in the neighborhood of scores and scores and scores kind of just all hanging out yeah i don't like that one either cuz it's like a legion well it's <clears> a thousand demons <throat> preoccupied with one person unnecessarily cuz he like if he's already fucking crazy, you don't need a thousand. You can keep him crazy with like four. Again, you give me four kids, I'm going fucking insane. You just give four child like demons to somebody, they're nuts. Again, like it's. I don't want to assume. I don't want to assume a kind of human tactical agency too much to demons. Yeah, because like we we like to think that way because it makes them seem more understandable to us. But like <laughs> we're we're talking about things that we can't all the way grasp. But it is ever present. Like without Satan and the demons, the gospel makes no sense, no damn sense. Yeah, because why? Like, can, like, can you imagine taking the Lord of the Rings and removing every mention of of Sauron, Saruman, or orcs? from it and having them go about their business as they would in the Lord <laughs> so of the Rings. So they walked to the mountain and then they threw it in. Or, or the end. But no, but that doesn't make sense of the struggle. No. It'd be like they went into the mines of Moria and they heard drums and nothing came and they were <laughs> and they were frightened and they ran and Gandalf fell into the deep and there was nothing 
harrying them, and they ran like they, right, like they so. heard the drums, and they realized after a little while that's a pretty sick beat, and they were like, "Oh, I can get down with this," and they just started walking to it. Yeah, like it's, it's like thinking that the whole drama that we're caught in as basically free agents is makes no sense of our struggle without there being this influence that is harrying us at every turn. Uh, yeah. And then not to blame it on... like We can't blame I d- I our responsibility for sin on demons. And that is a big problem that I have with a lot of people. They will be like, there's Satan underneath every rock. And I'm like, maybe you're just a fucking idiot. Well, again, phenomenology. Right? <laughs> like, even when something makes perfect sense and can be dealt with in a materialistic way, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not something that is influenced by the great drama we're in. We just don't see it. Okay. You know, like think about think about that uh, Elijah and Elijah. You know, they're worried. They're sitting there surrounded by an army. You know, they're worried about the attack that is coming to them. And one of them's like, dude, this is really bad. And the other one's like, look again. And then gives him the spiritual sight to see that surrounding the army of men that is around them is an army vaster of angelic host. It's like it's like there's this okay. there's there's the spiritual world that isn't separate from us. It's overlaid in a hidden way. Okay. In, in ju- it's just integrated. Oh, okay. You know what a really fucked up <laughs> metaphor for this is? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Do you remember? the South Park episode <laughs> where they were trying to get Tom Brady's gut biome and gut Tom I Brady. I wish I did. I wish I did, but go on. I do not remember this one, but I want to hear the rest. Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to explain the whole plot for this episode because it's genius. No one watch South Park. So, uh, Kyle's mom, <laughs> The, the big loud Jewish lady. Uh, the, the the bitch. Yeah. Kyle's mom is a bitch. Is a bitch. bitch so bitch. she winds up like she's at a she's at a like a big thing for women's empowerment, <laughs> and, and winds up winds up throwing up and shitting all over the stage. Like she just a bitch. Retardedly ill, and you know like that's the opening scene of of the show, and then it takes her to the hospital, and the doctor's like, "Well, you see, lady, like your gut biome is entirely messed up. You see, like you know, like." Our, our whole digestive tract is managed by having a healthy amount of bacteria in, in our gut. And yours is completely out of whack and unhealthy. And that's what's causing you to, you know, basically almost die of dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> and the solution for that was to do a procedure called a fecal transplant, it's, which is a real... It's a fucking thing. It's, it's a, real a thing, thing. Where they take a slurry made of a very healthy person's super healthy fecal matter and they inject it into into your rectum and from there that that uh the bacteria in that slurry spreads and propagates and t- kind of takes over the, the the bad bacteria yep and Kyle finds out about this thing <laughs> 
and is ridiculously embarrassed. Like he's just like this is mortifying to him that but that this would happen. I want to reiterate: this is a real fucking thing. Yeah, this so, is, this is not something that Devin's making up and <laughs> South Park made up. This is a real fucking thing, and you guys need to know how real it is. Yeah. Oh, how did Kyle find out again? Oh yeah, he found a DVD. It was the, the doctor gave his mom a DVD of like aftercare. It's like. <laughs> So, so you've had a fecal transplant. How do you carry? Like, that's how he found out by finding the DVD, like putting it in pressing play and realizing that the doctor shoved some other person's shit up his mom's butt and it made her, her better. Usually I just, you know, that's an after, you know, we don't talk about that in my household until after hours. (laughs) So they spend like all, all the women in South Park. They like get really jealous because she's like feeling fabulous and is like really good. Oh my so they God. all trying to they all tr- spend the episode trying to steal her shit and then wind up getting really sick because trying to shove a turkey baster up your butt with another person's fecal matter is not the same as a medical I procedure. I don't know what you're talking about. It's exactly <laughs> the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> And they have to save all the people that have done this by getting the person with the healthiest gut biome, the spice melange, <laughs> the shit from Tom the Brady. Creme the de la creme. creme de la creme. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, and so Kyle, he spends this whole episode having a personal crisis. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, because he starts to, to, to do research into what is biome. Yeah. What he realizes that unseen to him, all over him and in him and through him is all these other organisms, these bacteria that yeah. he can't see, he can't interact with, or anything like that. But they con- they, they don't control his life, but they either make it better or worse in a tangible way that he cannot put his finger on. Yeah. Right, and eventually he gets to the point where he starts to just understand and become one with the biome <laughs> and and they guide him to tom brady's shit which is hidden because he gets tired of everybody trying to steal it kyle <laughs> is one of those characters of, of just like i love kyle of the characters they created in south park mm-hmm. because he's like i'm tired of all this shit and he becomes a cynical asshole no no that was stan oh that was stan that was stan oh they're yeah. they're two sides of the same coin they really are yeah they, they are they're they're yin and yang <laughs> so anyway to bring it to bring it home, there's there's a point where all of a sudden, Kyle, without seeing all the bacteria and biome on him, just he knows they're there, right? He oh. sees he sees it with a second sight and kind of understands can I, that. Can it's I a, guess? It's a part of him, and he's a part of it. Can I guess? It's like a Matrix scene of. I am the Matrix and the Matrix is me of, of the end of the Matrix movie where he like he zooms out completely and he sees the numbers and everything. I'm hoping that it's that because that no, would have been a it's, fucking gold. It's not quite, it's not quite that. It doesn't see <sighs> the numbers but it's kind of the same sort of thing, right? Where he kind of has this copacetic relationship but th- at that point the metaphor breaks down. Okay. However, thinking about the economy of angels and demons it reminds me a lot of that in a, it's it's a part of existence in a fundamental way that is separate than us like angels aren't humans they're not of the same thing yet they're intrinsically part of this universe and world god's created they affect our life, but they're not dependent on us, and we're not dependent on them. Like they're they're independent. They've got their own thing going on, but in the way that God directs them to interact with us, they do. 
We yeah. can't see it, but it's happening. So that's what I mean by kind of the sense of the spiritual overlaid on the physical. You can, if you, you can see it, if you take a step back, but for the most part, you never, you'll never see, you'll never know. Now, one of the things that I noticed that we did is we always focus on the negative when it comes to that. It's like we're talking about the demons that outnumber us. Like, oh, there's 10 demons, everyone. Well, let's not forget. To that the, degree, to for that degree. third, there's two-thirds of the positive Exactly. Side. I was saying, I was just thinking of this as a whole. As, as much as you may feel outnumbered, like you've got like 10 things on you, pushing you and, and deterring you and... and pulling you towards a direction that you may not feel like, oh, fuck, why do I just feel down? There is two things fighting for you mm -hmm. to pull that energy or that 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 negativity or whatever you fucking call it away from that. And remember, like, like they're not... That, that, that positive side of the spectrum isn't just doing the job for you. It's almost like it's like having an MMA fighter on it's your like side. It's like wind in your wings, but you need to damn flap. Yeah. Like, you, you, it's on you. Yeah. Because if you're not moving forward, well, guess what? They're, they At some point, they're going to be like, this one, we can't fight for. Look at the, the Legion. At what point is it be like, we can't fight for this guy because he's not fighting for himself. Uh, I think of Proverbs that are more true than true and uh the god helps those who help themselves people say including myself that's not biblical well simultaneously be like it, 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 i'm not saying it's not biblical okay, just because something isn't in the bible doesn't mean that's what i'm saying doesn't mean it's not doesn't mean it's not, not true. a truism right like if you're not going to fight for you don't be surprised when no one else does either because you're not making an effort why should anybody else? The same thing when it comes to angels and demons. If you're not going to fight for what, if you're not going to be like acknowledge the attacks that are coming in your yeah. life, why should anything else be fighting for you? Yeah. Well, imagine, kind of imagine this: like your guardian angel, which is actually is is interestingly. I a, have a hard time with that one. Too. <laughs> it is a biblical concept. It, I know it's biblical concept while simultaneously. <laughs> I know that while simultaneously. I, I hate Christians who use that as a, a, a trope of like, oh, well, your guardian angel. It's like, how about you calm down? Yeah, well, Im imagine, imagine this guardian angel, like, who's going to bat for you in a way that you can't fathom, but you are still the one required to walk through that hole, that hole that they punch forward for you. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not doing your job for you. It's help. Yeah. Well, the, it, it's creating a pathway, too, right? It's, it's not just like, oh, it's help. But it's no, it's, it's showing you, okay, this is your next step. This is where you go. And it's your job to step into that. Mm-hmm. They, they can't make you step into it. They can't tell you to do it. They're, they're, they're presenting you with an opportunity, and you need to be like, okay, this is my this part is my part. And I, I think that's a big part of, I don't know, I have a hard time with that when, when people are like, okay, it's not biblical for, because when we say uh, God helps those who help themselves, it's like, well, he helped us already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he, he created he did, a way. He did, it's not like it's like it's not don't, like donate a dollar and God will match you a dollar. No, <laughs> it's not that kind of economy. It's like he did it first. Yeah, he 
he made the sacrifice that you could never make because you could never make it. Exactly. So it's not like God's helping you because you helped yourself. It's God is helping you. It's time to do your part. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the opportunity to be everything that you could be. He, he has made it capable because before him, there was no way that you could do it. There's nothing. It, could you do it by works? Well, now it's, it's all, it's pride. And so you need to step back and be like, okay, no, he has made a way so that I, that I can walk <clears throat> in that way. Oh, fuck, I hate angels. <laughs> I love it. I, I, <laughs> I love it. I have a very conflicted relationship and I hope it's, it's like you're, it's like a friend that you need. <laughs> I, I love it because it gives me the opportunity to think about ontology in a deeper way, in a way that is less self-focused. So, okay, the word ontology is, it's the philosophy of trying to figure out existence. And so it, like I said, it like, it fulfills a gap in ontology between men in the middle, beasts below us in various levels, and then like God, which is way, 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 way higher. Yeah. It just, it fills that gap, but also not just fills that gap, but also provides a tremendous amount of color and lore that fills out a whole idea of what God is doing in general. And it kind of encourages me to think that like there's a whole other drama that's happening where like in the Bible doesn't just say, all right, we're going to teach you about angels now <laughs> and give you a systematic belief system of how it all works. It's like you catch glimpses. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they've got their own thing going on that, in some cases doesn't even regard us like there's angels in it that seem to actually have no interest in humans at all their economy is strictly between them and god like the the ophanim or seraphs or or things like that that's like they've they've got a, a higher purpose even like like the ones that interact with us are, are even more of like the lowly or angels yeah okay now I feel like we've beaten the dead horse a little bit when it comes to um, human interaction with angels and stuff like that. What do you do with what? Uh, there's been this uh, build up to what angels are perceived as when it comes to the to you know the many eyes, the many wings. Oh, uh, okay. I yeah. want to get back to that because I realize we've kind of we kind of yeah we, we've we've I think we've completed our mission on the first. Yeah. Point. Struggle. It's tough. It's whatever. There's many of them. Okay. The fucking crazy ones. And now there are some people that believe that they're borderline de demonic of this is a distraction okay, what from you, what What do you mean by demonic? Uh, where they believe that it's a distraction away from God and again to the uh, meta... I don't even want to say... The, the insanity, the demonic side of it is like oh they're not what they s the bible said this we know but that's distracting away from so uh, who says that i've seen a couple <laughs> I've memes. never come across i that. have seen a couple memes recently where like well, that's heresy it's like well, not really the bible okay, what, you, what, what is heresy can, you need to explain more i'm talking about the thousand eyes 
20 wings kind of ball of, of I don't remember I'm having a really hard time okay so the whiskey is flowing okay okay, okay. so you're talking about for, I mean for one the ophanim or the seraphim yes like there's there's vivid descriptions of angels that have like six wings some covering their legs some covering their arms having four heads yeah. you know like it's an, an, e- an eagle an eagle a bull a man's face and a lion or ones that are like wheels within wheels covered in yeah, eyes yeah that's the one the wheels within wheels with covered in eyes yeah that's the one we're like well that's just heresy it's like no well, no it's, cool. it's, it's not it's in the text and they seem to be intimately connected with god like those angels are like their purpose is bearing the throne <laughs> of god himself yeah like that's not like I, I don't understand how you can say that's heresy they're well, just they're, i'm, I'm they're, talking they about just have some no, people that no, i'm not saying you okay okay i'm not saying you specifically i know but i'm like there are people the, the royal you <laughs> Like I, I don't know how you say that's heresy unless you just have a really poor, like, it's not mun- mundane view of scripture that you think everything revolves around the Romans' road. And and Jesus is white. That's the important part. Jesus yes. is white. Angels have if wings. If you know that, then everything else in the Bible makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, of course. It's really simple. And halos, halos are things that angels have. Not Jesus because he didn't die. Because angels. Fucking, I don't know. They're just fucking Again, retarded. Halos are a iconographic motif that denotes that denotes uh, divinity or celestial importance. Or, so, yeah, the right. Actual. Like it's it's halos aren't a thing that humans get when they die. Halos are a thing that people who painted old pictures of biblical landscapes gave. Be like, this to is a very important thing. But they were <laughs> only they were only given to celestial beings. Yeah. So that included Jesus because like that halo around Jesus doesn't say, well, he dies, so he gets a nice little halo. No, it means he's special. It, and his halo is always the best one. It means he is the most divine being in this image. But there are people who just like, they're like, no, no, this does not line up with my worldview or my understanding of scripture. So they're like, no. There's no wheel, there's no eyes, there's no insanity. It all has to make sense. Instead of looking at the scripture and be like, I love this that it doesn't make sense. Crazy. I, I, I mean, yeah, like, like, this is crazy. Like, there's like a lot of this kind of fits into an overall, I keep using the word economy because I like it, but this overall, this overall picture, this mural of the divine, it's just, it's, it's nice to know that there's parts of it that are deeper behind the veil that have nothing to do with me. Like it, I, I like the fact that the universe is bigger than just what's happening with humans. Yeah. But what do you do with the people? Like, what do you do with the people that, that won't open their Bible and actually see, Hey, this is something that the, the, the authors I, of the Bible have used intentionally because they, yeah. they wouldn't, I, I want to believe. I'm, I'm guessing these people aren't the people that that believe in metaphors or anything like that either. Like that's these, true. These are yeah. also the most the text fun, fundamental text literalists of them all, too, right? So in in that way, like what I see there is I see a response of fear. But the Bible has simultaneously used 
opportunity to distract its l- their reader. Look at um, I, I believe it was, yeah, I want to say Isaiah when it comes to um, I want to be blessed as he is blessed, and they used a uh, a chariot of fire to distract him. It wasn't about the chariot of fire. It wasn't about the winds. It wasn't about the tornado. It wasn't about all the things. It was about the distraction where they're they're assuming that the angel in this case was used to distract from something greater than itself. Okay. Well, I mean, that right there, like, I don't... So, the angels that are on the light side of the spectrum, right? They're the, they're the ones that, that don't rebel from God. They go and they do God's bidding. <laughs> so, that angel... If we can hear steps, there's a there's a, either a child or a wife that is walking downstairs. It's a downstairs. wife, and I'm going to wave at her on the camera. Hello. Yeah, we set up a camera in order for Mike's <laughs> children to see what we're up to, which, I mean, is just watching us get drunk, but... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever life goals, float your kid's boat. <laughs> oh, distraction. Sorry about that. We just heard the footsteps. And uh, I'm not drunk. But anyway... <laughs> Where, 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 where were we there? Uh, talking about the Christians who do not want to believe in these many wheels, many eyes, uh, using it as a distraction. Okay, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so regarding that, that chariot of fire that, that distracted, like, I mean, that's not demonic. That is something that God sent to cloak an intimate moment. Like, just to keep a private moment between... Him well, and his good and faithful servant. Like, I don't see why that's a demonic thing. And it was also a test. It was a test. God tests us. It really does. He's like, oh, do you want this? Okay, don't get don't get distracted by the chariot of fire. Don't get distracted by the tornado. Don't get distracted by all these things. Focus on me. And if you're willing to do that, I will bless you. Because it does talk about him wanting to be... I want to say Isaiah, but I don't think that's right. Oh, okay. So I just, I just, I guess read that fundamentally different because like God always seems to be shrouding these moments with a bit of privacy and, and that seems to be a bit of a motif, like the glory, like the, the glory cloud, the, the fire that, that just kind of, it's just a bit of a separation from everybody to just see with their bare eyes, something that's meant not for them. Yeah. Yeah, there there is many things that we desire to see that it's just not it's not our time. It's not, not our, our place. But when but but I'm gonna I'm gonna put a button there. When you desire past that and you, you put your uh Jesus said to his mother at the wedding uh, where his first miracle took place. The wedding in Cana. That he said, Mother, it is not yet my time. Did that mean that he did not perform the miracle? No, it was his first miracle. He said, bring me the water, and he turned the water into wine. <clears throat> so as much as we might say, uh, as, as, as we might say, is not yet my time, if you're willing to push, back, push past that, you will still be blessed. So as much as it, there was an intimacy that was being, I want to say, curtained, mm-hmm. And when you push past that curtain, God still blesses you in those moments where he's like, no, I'm going to bless you in well, spite I mean, of like, your... You could, you could, at that point, though, like a chariot of fire, like bing, boom, boom. Like at that point, you could push as hard as you damn well want. Like you're probably not going to see like yeah. all the way through, right? Yeah, <laughs> but he's going to bless you for trying because he did. He, he did. And he said, 
Mary so stuff, said, stuff can be two things. It, it can, can be two things. You can you can you can succeed at the task, but also God can have his private moment. Yeah, he's like you're you're only going to be allowed to see as much as he allows you to see. Oh. But yeah, like I don't I don't understand when people can say like, no wheels within wheels and eyes on on it and stuff like that. No, that's that's demonic stuff. And like, I I, I don't get that. It's just why why Im- why imagine, why is it demonic? Yeah. And and I think it's because it's scary. Yeah. You know, if 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 your entire vision of not just the Christian faith, no, just spirituality yeah, as you understand you're just, it, your 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 entire vision of Christianity is just condensed into, well, Jesus died for your sin, and that's all you need to know. Other than that, it's it's, it's all irrelevant. It's a lot easier. It's like, though. well, well, why did we even get all this stuff? Why did we it, receive this? Uh, but okay, inheritance of of text and scripture and stuff. Anyone like that. who's listening at this point, fuck it, hasn't turned it off. If you have pushed to that point of wanting to understand deeper, you get deeper things. Yeah, and, and if you want to be shallow, you're just it, it's everything. It's really was, easy. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I just need more Jesus. Oh, I just I, I don't need more. I just need more Jesus. Yeah, it's like you I don't. Think, I think that's one of the things that maybe makes our culture have this unhealthy relationship with angels right because like there's like i know so many people like i know you know people that are like like project too much about angels yeah on my end i don't see anybody talk about them it's like i know we don't talk about that i mean if we we do it's like okay acknowledge the real and they're messengers of god but that's not the point and uh over here right like i am a very well-traveled person i have met a lot of people (laughs) so as much as i have met many people many many people who have had interactions with angels i have not had long contact with them since moving here and yeah. just kind of getting into my own like okay what does my faith look like what is this well simultaneously yeah I can't I can't unknow the things I've seen with my own eyes I can't unknow the stories I've heard and be like okay angels are they real fucking hey first how first hand I, I don't I don't know how somebody can be like okay I am going to worship the God of the Bible and be a follower of Jesus, you know, I, I don't understand how that guy, <laughs> that person can be like, yeah, but angels are like, whatever. Because, I mean, like, no, our, I get it. our text is so full of it. It's, they're damn near a main character. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, that's a really weird aversion we have. Because <laughs> like, we... In, we, and I get we get really scared about idols. And, and 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 honestly, so I get it. I'm like, how much? Okay, we see something we don't understand. Like, okay, this fucking could be something. It, there's a there's an adherence to it of of. But this is something I don't completely yeah. understand, so I don't want to deify it too much. Well, simultaneously, the, how would it just regard? But at the same what time, happened? all the people that are like, "Yeah, I don't know what to make of angels," are the same ones that are obsessing about demons all the time. Yeah, right. Like it's it, there's there's an unhealthy imbalance of attention. Now, okay. Well, you haven't seen a. Ho- okay, as somebody who has experienced both, do you see me as someone who has an unhealthy balance? Is it possible to do both? Because I I feel like. So in the years you've known me, how many times have I told you the story about the person that I know has been ex- 
two people I know have been exercised. And that's two that I told you about. Mm. I, honestly, quite a few times. I've told you? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, at this at this point, is a couple times a year? No. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. You bring it up all the time. No, I don't. Es- especially since I started to deconstruct way, oh, way back. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't think I brought it up that often. Oh, yeah. Okay, how much do you feel that it influences the way that I make my choice and influence my life? That you can really, like, this influences. <sighs> okay, so in our interactions... I see it playing a big, big role in your overall, in your overall spirituality. I see it playing a big role. Okay. Yes. I I accept that because. (sighs) Because you've seen these things, you will never, because you've seen these things in the way that you have, you will never outright become an atheist fucking right i was about to say i was like never quite deconstruct because i cannot you cannot, undo my experience yeah and 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 that's that's the vibe from all the times you've talked about the story whenever you get close whenever those things strike a little close to home that memory yeah always comes up and I don't even know if you remember saying it because I mean you're saying this to me now like you're like did you did you did you hear me say that one like like as the if it's second like new one, to me the first one yes the second one no I don't think I ever mentioned the second one which one was that again here the one where no one else is around they're relative to the person to the f- first one who is screaming bloody murder okay uh, no you mentioned that oh did I yes okay either way. Because yeah, it's, it's a compound detail. Because I remember, I remember at one point, you telling me that story of, of like that woman's you know screaming, going through that, you praying in, in or not praying, like worshiping in the corner and stuff yeah. like that. I remember, kind of being like, okay, well, I mean, what about schizophrenia? <laughs> like, what about a mental disease? Like, like kind of going through those materialistic interrogated. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm the same. Things, right? I'm, the, I'm the same way of of of. You know, you know me. Yeah. The materialistic, I have a hard time with. With balancing the mythological and the, and the yeah. materialistic. And so, I mean, where I've kind of landed on that thing, I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's no difference between the materialistic and the and the mythical. <laughs> like, that's the, honestly, when you when when I hear those things, I mean, like, well, I mean, the materialistic interrogation doesn't really bear any fruit for me because I'm like, okay, she has schizophrenia. I mean, what's, what's to say that that isn't the, the, what, what's to say that isn't the bearing out of that or somebody has depression and, and, you know, visions or bad dreams. Like what's to say that that isn't the, you know, the root of like a deep, a deep, subtle demonic influence like i i can't say that no and i can't say i mean just point, because me- that's the thing it just was, because was... medif- medication or therapy would fix the problem doesn't mean it's not also demonic right? yeah like it's not like only demons can only be dealt with with exorcism like mm. i don't think that at all no i don't, I, like, I, 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 th- I don't think it at all now like, i think mental illness is not just a demonic thing a mental illness is a real thing that we can we can deal with medicinally or with therapy or stuff like that. But I'm okay. saying there's no difference between that and it also being spiritual healing. <laughs> well, okay. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to make some assumptions here. You let me know if I'm crazy or not. Okay. Demonic 
I don't want to say oppression, but dem demonic influence can. Hmm, how do I put this? Demonic influence can affect your mental state, which would lead you to more of a incline inclination towards feeling demonically oppressed. While simultaneously, your mental state can affect your ability to be demonically oppressed. So both, both. Sorry, sorry. Uh, demonic oppression or demonic influence can affect your mental state, and mental state can affect your demonic influence. I will say that they're not separated. That's what I mean. Like they're one. One can change yeah. the other, and the other they're, can change they're, the, they're, the one. They're one in the same in an integrated way. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, one can cause the other, and the other way around. Like yeah. vice versa. Vice versa. Yeah. I really I, do. See, I'm not the the idea of like one can cause the other, and the other, and you know, and, and vice know, versa, and vice versa. I'm not necessarily sure that's even the way that I think about it, as much as it's like. There's a phenomenon happening here, and there is a perfectly legitimate material way to explain what, it ha what is happening to you. That makes sense. Yeah. And the fact that that is happening is a phenomenon that is also something that is deeper and more subtle than you know. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you drop, when you put a drop of blood in water and you just see it all just... Whoo, and become one yeah like well i mean yes there's it's, there's, it's not oil is it's, it's it's not like it's not like a a mechanism where one thing is causing the other and then it's a knock-on effect and if you battle one you're batting another or if you defeat one then the other will go away as much as dealing with somebody in therapy or dealing with somebody with with you know like medicine that helps them deal with their bipolar or something like that is a legitimate way to deal with that mental illness and if that has gotten to control then that's god's grace that has delivered you from something that he didn't mean you to endure like it's it's not one or the other and they're interacting with each other it's just kind of like it's all sort of one type of, of thing that's happening. So, so it's like, an, I, I want to say an amalgamation, but one thing that goes kind of hand in hand. So Yeah, like chaos, hand in hand. Ca chaos produces chaos. Yeah, like just the very the very fact of chaos and suffering, even though it's complete, even, even if it's a situation that look you look at it, you're like, well, this is obviously completely mechanical and completely material in cause. There's no difference between that, between the underlying and overlying spiritual world, like the gut biome thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. I hate to cut it short. I know, but it, at this point, people are like, oh, okay. We could keep going forever. I got to piss my dick. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I'm angels. Gonna, I'm going to stick with my, I don't like them. <laughs> Well, I you always do that. We get to the end of an episode, and you're like, well, I'm sticking with my initial it, It's not that, okay, <laughs> I, I get it. Well, simultaneously, uh, it's so, it's far more nuanced than I'd like it to be. I wish some, were, some things were far more simple. I, I want them to be. I really do. They're, oh, so that's the problem. <laughs> I, I desire simplicity. Is desiring simplicity. I do. I do desire a simplicity. I wish that A equals B equals C. And the fact that there's so many external factors really does make it difficult. Yeah. 
Because do you, uh, the supernatural takes so many factors into being of... Uh, you've, you've watched The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Where uh, they challenge God or the great judge. We'll call it the great judge because I don't want to say God. God isn't the right word for that. They challenge the great judge to live a life without consequence or without negative effect on the environment in which they live. And the great judge, which again, watch The Good Life. It's so fucking great. Just finish it. Even if you get bored with it halfway, you're like, just finish it. It's really great. They challenge the great judge to go through a life that doesn't influence or project any kind of negativity or cause negative effect in the world. Where it doesn't have that. It's not simple. Nothing you do is ever simple. Everything so I, you do... You totally lost me with the good place metaphor there. Okay. So we I, I desire simplicity in the way that I want what I do that is good not to contribute to the negative. Okay. So the idea of doing good because I feel like this is a good thing to do. I feel like giving to a certain charity is going to be a good thing where, oh, that charity is run, run by the wrong person. Or to contribute to negatively to his environment or whatever. And you're like, oh, whatever good I intended on doing doesn't matter because I actually contributed to evil. And I want simplicity in the way of it doesn't matter what negativity comes from my desire to do good. It doesn't it, it, it doesn't matter. My my positive intent is what matters. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It really okay. isn't. So, I mean, that's... I'm, I'm not entirely sure how that maps on to the idea of, of you know, these other beings. Oh, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with oh, the angels. Okay, it has everything gotcha. to do with my desire that, to understand the world. Okay, that makes sense. Because I, I was, I was waiting for you to tie it in. No, there's, again, really simple. <laughs> my desire is to do what is good and be recognized for what my intent was while simultaneously mm-hmm. angels my desire has nothing to do with it I'm going to just be what I am do what I intend to do and hope that what okay, I'm doing so in that way I will disagree the presence of angels greatly infects greatly affects your decisions oh probably not, I, I, not, am, I am sure that I've interacted with some and had no idea but because I didn't well, I mean, have the wherewithal. We, we are interacting with celestial intelligences as we have this conversation. Oh. This whole conversation is, in sense, a contesting of a greater thing. Okay. What does the whiskey do to that greater thing? Right? Like, we're adding Fuck. in... I am. I am adding a spirit. If you look at liquor as it sits it will uh churn i think churn is a good way uh why that's why they call it spirits is because they churn within themselves for no reason mm-hmm. and so we're so, adding I in mean, a spirit in, in, which in, we, in that way i will say yes having the what the, the two glasses of whiskey that I, that i've had here tonight like yes it has it has spooled up a freeness to speak that I normally, like I normally get a little stilted. Oh, like, really? With, <laughs> I feel that way anyway, right? Yeah. Um, however, do I believe that liquor is literally, you know, like a 
intelligence in a bottle? No. As much as it's a thing that disinhibits from resisting the spirit of the moment, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I know what you're trying to say. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's an inhibitor. It's a wall. It, it breaks down the walls, not necessarily of your vision of what's happening in the world behind the veil. Yeah. As much as it's allowing your whole self to be caught along with it more easily. Yeah. Uh, when I said I had to piss my dick, I really... You were really literal. R- literal... Not figurative. Not figurative. Gotta piss my dick. Like it's we're we're not talking about a, a thing upon a thing and gut biome <laughs> fuck here. Fuck you. Okay. I gotta well, go. Well, we love you guys. Hit the button. All right. Oh fucking. Gotta.